Podcast. I'm here with Greg Romero Wilson. Uh, what up, buddy? Oh, got picked up for a second season. Uh, congratulations, third season. Your show. Which show? The show you're on with uh, Cedric, the entertainer. Oh, the, well, I mean, it got uh, the neighborhood. It's not really my show. I have a small recurring role on it. That's true, but it ju- did just get picked up for its fourth season, actually. Fourth season, even even better. So that's that's okay. great. That's <laughs> great. It's a show. Yeah, that but I didn't mean like saying it's my you know, overstating it. Oh, man, I, just, I uh, think they'd be happy that you're proud of the show and saying. But I am proud of the show, and it's exciting doing it. In fact, I shot with uh, an, a legend, another legend besides Cedric. Another legend was the other guest star, and uh, I'm not ready i can't reveal it just yet but it's it's pretty phenomenal that's great man well good for you you deserve it so uh thank you brother awesome i had a i had a rough week man holy shit my uh so i'm um, you guys follow me on instagram or twitter you obviously know but my my dog passed away when was it on uh Oof. friday that was like that was the roughest but like thursday night he was just you know he woke up i heard him crying then he had like a seizure again you know i picked him up he was like dead weight puked uh, took a like went to the bathroom and then I got him back and then I could, he was having more and more seizures. It was it was brutal. I mean it was brutal. Um, but I said I said goodbye. Uh, my wife my wife drove him to the to the vet, which I felt bad about, but I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. You know. Um, no, I think like, well, and I, like I told you, you know, the other day. I mean, first of all, obviously, my condolences. I know it's a very tough time. Yeah, I know how it's amazing how attached you are. To that dog, I, I don't know why that is so surprising, but your your bond with it is maybe because I it's deeper than every other relationship I've seen you had in your life except your wife. <laughs> so you know, I, but I mean, it, it's amazing, and I know that if you wouldn't have taken him, you wouldn't have done. I would have said, clearly, "Well, we, just, well we could do a couple things here and there." It just would have prolonged it. He was in so much pain. Totally, because you already did that. You did like the other week. You you did you like didn't five, spend like like fifteen hundred bucks, and it's it's so unfortunately it was the absolute right thing to do. And I commend your wife oh, for stepping dog, up. You know, and, and this dog and, was and so doing tough. What had to be done. The dog was so tough. They had to give it two shots because they took it. They gave it a shot to put it down. It was still alive. That's yeah. how that's how tough this dog was. So I, I wrote this thing, you know, I actually was like, you know, because people always write about their dog on Facebook and Instagram, but it's just like, it's, almost, it's always sad, you know, like, it's always like sad. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to make mine, I don't know, maybe sad, but also kind of funny because he was such a character. So I, I wrote like, uh, I said, you know, listen, RIP to my best friend, Miles, made me incredibly happy, inspired me through your tenacity, your loyalty, your strength. 
you know, even though I'm gonna miss you so much, even though you bit me, my dad, my wife, my dog, my stepmom, Greg Wilson, you're on the list. I uh, saw that, thank you, I appreciate uh, that. Mayhem Miller, Vince Bichelle, the KTA <laughs> dog, guy at the elevator, I mean the cleaning lady, Sandra, Bree's friend, Daisy, Stephanie, I love you so much. You're the most loyal friend I ever had, right? So I write that, people were like, you made me laugh and cry at the same time, you know. But then girls that I like slept with, either I had like one night stands or like- I'm Oh boy. So then they all write, he never bit me. Not all, but a couple of them, like a couple of porn stars were like, but now my wife has to do that. So like, even in the afterlife, he's still like- uh, He still bit you. But, but no, but right, he still bit me, right, exactly. And like, you couldn't just leave it at that. You had to throw in like, he never bit me when I slept at your place. And I'm just like, uh. And then my wife and I, my wife's like, Adam, Miles left us a present before he left. And I'm like, what? And he shit like in the corner, like actually right next to the keypad. <laughs> so we, 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 we cleaned it up one last time together. One like, last one on the way out. It was, it was a moment that we had together cleaning it there up. There you go, like a champ right there. I, I was crying all week and, my, and I, I actually apologized to my wife because I'm like, I, I don't cry very often. I cried like when my stepmom died because she was my mom. And then I cried. Right, right. And then I, I cried when a kid that I coached wrestling won a match because he had just been getting the shipping out of him the entire season. I just like teared of joy. And then I, I apologized to my wife. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm such a mess. And she's like, no, I, you told me you would choose him over me. I'm like, that, that's not what I, I'm like, that's not what I said. Like, <laughs> so now that paints this whole thing in a whole different light. She was like, don't worry, I'll take him. <laughs> so, then, so then I said, that's not what no, I no, said. No, no, you stay here. You stay here, darling. I will take him myself. No, what, <laughs> what happened was I said to her, he was here first. I said, he was here first. Oh and, my God. I, and I said, if you really loved me, you wouldn't make me make that decision. You know, because uh, I mean, I was not going to choose him over. I wasn't choosing either. They were both going to stay, you know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So uh, there was one time, I, look, I mean, that list of people he bit, Mayhem deserved it. Mayhem threw a firework at him, like a little thing. I was at Mayhem's party and took like one of those little, those little caps that, like, little know, poppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Threw it at him and then Miles, hit Miles in the face. So I got up to leave. Eesh. And I got to leave. This is back when Mayhem was in this crazy bump. Um, yeah. I can't say it back. I mean, so then like, so I'm at the party and he's like, I'm like, he's like, why are you leaving? And I'm like, cause you threw something at my dog. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, little doggy. My dog bit him three times. Like, <laughs> and then like, Mayhem had the fastest. I mean, you didn't see, cause there was no buildup. There was a snarling. There was no, I'm going to get you. He just go, Wham! and just, and you were like, whoa. I mean, because when he snapped at me, remember Vince was laughing his ass off at me for like an hour because I went to pet him from, you couldn't yeah. pet him from behind his head. Yeah. And I didn't you know I would have pet him. And he just, whim, and I was like, ah, ah, and I screamed just like that. <laughs> like a fucking, like, oh, Brad clutched the pearls. And, and, and Vince just was like, oh my God, you fucking screamed so bad. I'm like, he, it was out of nowhere. That was the happiest I've ever seen Vince Michelle, by the way. Like, he was laughing. Yeah. You getting bit by the dog was like, he even wrote, like, uh, the bite was well worth it because he bit Vince too. And then yeah. and there was one time a girl slept over and she gave me, like, we, we slept together, she blew me. And then, and then she tried to kiss my dog. <laughs> I went to go to the oh. bathroom and he bit her because he was like, Are you, I'm not tasting Adam Seaman. You know, like, <laughs> so I can't really. It's like, I watched the whole thing. I was here the whole time. I'm not, don't kiss me. Ugh. Filthy. Yeah. Dumpster mouth. 
fucking style bender. Uh, by the way, there's a, there's, okay, so, and I made, I made, there's a video of style bender, by the way. Uh, okay. Of him eating something and then spitting it into his dog's mouth, which is gross. But there's another video of him with his dog going, I'm going to rescue this dog. What a great dog. And he grabs his dog's penis and goes like this. Like, I just like grabbed it, but like it was a two second. It wasn't like he like jerked it off, but he still grabbed the dog's cock, which I, I find inappropriate. I, I, I don't know. I'm just not into the grabbing dog's penises. I, I don't. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like that doesn't even have to be said. I feel like that's, I feel you have to prove that you do for that to not be true about you, which unfortunately now that, you know, it's like the old joke. It's like, do they say I'm, you know, Leonid the plumber or Leonid the farmer? No, they say you fuck one goat and you're fuck. Okay. So and you only have to grab one dog cock before you become Adesanya, the, the dog cock catcher. I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand what, and it's like, I think Joe Budden did that too. I don't understand what guys are with like dogs and cocks. Cocaine's like, a hell of a drug, man. Sometimes you're just up for fucking too long. But the, the, one of the hardest things I was telling my daughter what happened to the dog because she's like, where's Miles? So, you know, and like, here's the thing. I told my wife, my wife's like, should we get another dog? I'm like, we're getting a new house in like three weeks. We're buying our first Do house. Do that first, yeah. We're buying our first house, you know. That's beautiful. And you get a puppy or something, it's going to, go everywhere it's gonna rip up the you know it's gonna chew everything let's get the dog for, let's you know what miles hasn't even, we haven't even buried him yet Let, let's i you know i don't want to get a brand new dog i just but it's a lot of work we have a baby you know we can't go on vacation let's you know so i'm like no not for a while you know we have, we have three cats and a bunny right so then my daughter is like daddy where's miles and I didn't know what to say. Like my wife, I, I, my wife told him she's with Jesus, tried to explain it. I said, you know how Miles was sick? You know, he's now he's not sick anymore. He's with other dogs. He used to be sick and now they're not sick because they're in a place where they're, they're healthy. You know, you know, I tried to kind of sort of, right. And then she just looked, is, is he coming back? And I said, no, she burst into tears. Like, ah, like just, and I'm like, it's okay. We'll get another dog. We'll get another dog. <laughs> like, <just> like, <laughs> <laughs> that lasted that lasted <laughs> within three seconds i was like looking for dogs with it. you want this one you want this one like yeah. I, like fuck dude i i i i would never be a good like uh terrorist i would fold under under, uh, under pressure oh me like, too <laughs> i can't any physical pain of it, you don't even have to actually inflict the pain you could just threaten the pain like show me the tool and i'll be like i'll tell you anything you want to know like i don't know i'd be the worst i could take but having my daughter cry like that like i just wanted her to, you know man yeah. that, that was that was the hardest thing and then so that well, was, and that's what being a dad's all about you know so now Sorry, i got something in my teeth i'm all digging in my face so um so we got this bunny, right? So I told you about the bunny at the park, you know. Yeah, yeah, I came up to you and you said. So my wife walks by with these like furry little like slippers, right? And I don't know if the bunny thinks it's like another bunny or there's like twins. Oh boy. Cause she, she, he, he hops, like we thought it was a girl till all of a sudden we saw his little penis. So he, so he starts humping the, the slippers, right? <laughs> like we let him out of, the, out of the cage. He goes right, he finds the closet with, and he goes to work on the slippers. Well, now he's moved up to my wife's leg. Like everywhere, this bunny, like the bunny is trying to fuck my wife's leg. For, like everywhere. Now, now, even without the slippers? or the slipper. I don't know. Now he's just like, that's where I'm going. That maybe she, he like, that's where the slipper's been or whatever. But he like came on the floor. There was like bunny jizz on the floor <laughs> in the middle of my fucking, like. Is, is it like the Cadbury, Cadbury egg cream or? 
kind is of is like, like that. Actually, it's sort of it's like a weird. <laughs> I'm like, this is what happened. Like, I, I went from having like crazy threesomes to like cleaning up bunny jizz in my fucking house. <laughs> and like, so, so that was when, and then I took my daughter to a birthday party Sunday, right? And it was, just, you know, it was a nice house, you know, beautiful family, blah, blah, blah. And the, the woman was like, hey, you know, we have like, we're, we're going to have like a petting zoo at the party, but it's going to be like, like reptiles and snakes and this and that. So I'm like, all right, this is a little, the kid's three. The kid just turned three, right? Uh-huh. First they're having fun. They have a little guy with a guitar. They're all dancing. They're like, hey, then this woman comes in and there's a two-year-old from Australia there and a bunch of little kids. She's like, hey, everybody, here's a frog. And it's taking out Tupperware. And the Tupperware is this huge bullfrog, which is taking up the whole, the whole thing. And she's like, hey, what do bullfrogs eat? And the kids are like, flies. And she's like, no, bullfrogs don't eat flies. This one eats birds and eat mice and other f- frogs. Now the kids are crying. Like, who, like why, would you t- why would we just stick to flies, right? Yeah, which, why would you? Exactly. This and is unnecessary. Then she even got this turtle that's like fucking this big, right? And she goes, guys, this is the turtle. He's really sweet. But just don't put your face, don't put your hand next to his head because he'll eat off your finger, right? He, you know, so, I'm like, you do realize these kids are one and two and three. So right away, the <laughs> fucking Australian kid, this must have been like Crocodile Dundee's or whatever, the Crocodile Hunter's kid or something, comes over and puts his hand right next to the fucking turtle's face, uh, right? Like the turtle fucking like, I swear I almost witnessed a fucking a murder scene. Like the kid starts crying, like, yeah. Wait, wait, did the did the turtle bite his finger? No, it ran away. It, it kind of went for it, and then it ran away, and then hid in the corner because it was like shamed and pissed off and sad. But I'm like, whose idea? Like, I don't know. I don't think that like reptiles and snakes. And the- okay, so this this so wait a minute. This is like a professional person they hired. Yeah. To bring reptiles to show the kids. Yeah. At the party. Okay. Yeah, right. This is just some weirdo neighbor. It's like, hey, kids. Do you want to see something cool? And they no, just start it's like a up. reptile. But the, but the person comes with like fucking humongous turtles and says that you can't tell a two-year-old not to put your hand there. It's exactly what the kid's going to do. And especially if he's from Australia, you know? And, uh, and, and, and you then, know, some might call that natural selection. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to tell a kid don't do that, it could kill you. And then that's the first thing he does. Well, hey, maybe this is going to be a short trip around the sun for him. Man, and then it was like... <laughs> And then the fucking, the bulldog was like, eats kids. I mean, it just, the kids start crying. It was like fear factor for children. Like nobody wanted this. Uh, I mean, the parents were holding the snakes and stuff, but so that, that was my, that was my son. Ugh, uh, I wouldn't, I would not have, although you're right about that kid. I mean, that kid is obviously, he's, you know, got a taste for it and that's, he's going to be some kind of X gamer or crocodile hunter or some crazy shit. Uh, and, now, and now my kid's whole thing now is like two things. She goes, daddy, are you happy? Like that's, and I'm like, yes, I'm happy because I'm with you. But like five in the morning, I hear, ah, like screaming from her bed. I run in. I'm like, baby, okay? Daddy, are you happy? I'm like, like, like I, I was when I was sleeping. You, you yeah. Know, now, like that. And then I do this thing where. Now, like, do you have the balls to go, not right now? Do you? Or are you like, yes, I'm happy. I'm happy. What's up? Well, Brie was yelling at me earlier. My wife was yelling at me and she goes, mom, are you happy? And I said, no. So I, I, I did, I did answer her. Uh, you did it for your wife. Yeah, for my wife. And then, <laughs> and then, then, then she, she really wasn't happy after. Yeah, and then she was, really. Like I do this thing where I. You was, got this husband dad thing down pat. Yeah, down. 
with down in the grave. <laughs> and then fucking, I always find money in her ear. Like I was like, hey, I got found something in the ear. It's like a call, and she puts it in the piggy bank. And then I'm like, she's the only one in the family who saves money. And I, I do that whole. And so we go to like, uh, <laughs> so we, 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 so my wife drives to like some parking garage. And they were like, oh, you know, it's like $6 to pay. My wife didn't have cash on her. I didn't take credit card. And then my daughter goes, it's, I have money in my ear. It's in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, ah, oh, that's it. That's how, that's how, how do I not do the trick now? Oh. Yeah, it was like crazy. So, uh, all right, fights, fights, fights. Uh, we're waiting for McCorkle and Don Fry to come. I don't know if Don Fry knows what, what decade it is. Uh, but, um, so Rosenstruck versus Gain, that fight, uh, it looked like a glorified sparring match, you know, it, yeah. it didn't have, it looked like neither of them really, I mean, Gain won, he looked good, I guess. It, it, here's the thing, no heavyweight fight should ever go five rounds, okay? Mm. They're heavyweights, They're, you're not technical fighters, although Gain, gone, whatever, he, is the most technical heavyweight fighter I think I've ever seen of a true heavyweight, not a not a light heavyweight that went yeah. up to heavyweight, of a true big dude, definitely the best technical fighter I think we've seen. But yes, it was more like a practice match. Like they didn't want to engage. Yeah, it looked like they both didn't want to lose. And because of that, like the fans lost. Like I, I even wrote like, oh, Dr. Fauci won because these guys were distancing the entire time. <laughs> you know? I actually wrote, I go, uh, that fight was so bad. The UFC cut Sean Shelby, who's the matchmaker, right? And I put that oh, on is that right? yeah. my Instagram. And then Mick Maynard is also the matchmaker. And he's like, ha, 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 fuck you. I did that fight. So the ah! other, I got <laughs> by the matchmaker. That's uh, awesome. Uh, but yeah, the other fight, the, this, so Ankalaya versus uh, Krilov or Krylov, this kid Ankalaya is going to be a problem for everybody. He's 15 and one, but that one loss was to a guy he was winning. This guy Paul Craig, which is the Bear Jew. That's the name, the Bear Jew. Right, right, right. I think it's. I from, remember. Uh, I know that guy. From, uh, Glorious Bastards. I think that's what he took. Yeah, Glorious from. Bastards. That's right. Um, but he uh, he beat the, like he beat the living shit out of this guy. It was like 10 8, 10 8. Then he got triangled with like. Four seconds left, and, and like either went out or tapped, and I think that was probably the best thing that happened in his career in a way, because he, you know, he lost, but not really. You lose like that, you're like, yeah, you technically lost, but you won, you know, what is it, like 14 minutes and and 59 seconds of the fight. You just sort of got kind of got caught. It wasn't like you got dominated. You just kind of a wake up call. Uh, but that kid's gonna be a problem for anybody. I, I just think that he's just he's just that guy. I. He's got the wrestling, got the striking. Uh, Krilov's a good fighter, and it's a hard guy to look good against. That guy's also Krilov. Krilov was okay for like the first two rounds, but towards the third, it was sort of, sort of like a, a race where the, he just the distance just grew, grew and grew and grew to where Ankalov was just clearly much better and beating him up pretty good there in the third round. I think Don Fry joined us. How are you, Don? Awesome. Okay. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> Did you mute him again? No, no, he just left. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, might, that might be his best appearance, actually. Uh, so. Now we know how his wives felt. No, I'm kidding. Just kidding, Don Fry. So Mark Munoz, uh, not Mark Munoz. Uh, so uh, Munoz versus Pedro Munoz versus Rivera. 
That yeah. was a great fight. That was a that was that was a really good fight. Very evenly matched guys. They were going to, and you know what bothered me about it was they were like just annoying to get to Munoz, the announcers, the whole time going, "Oh yeah," and I was like, "Rivera's had some pretty good rounds here." Although I mean, I think he did lose unanimously like all three rounds, but I was surprised. I thought he was much closer than that. It was. That was one of those fights where like. And especially in the last, like, minute, he really went for it. Like, he really went for it. Yeah. Uh, there was a fight, I think it was against Petra Jan, that he, he, he hurt him. And, like, he's always, like, great when there's, like, a minute left. You almost wish that he would just do what he does when there's a minute left, when there's, like, four minutes left. Uh, yeah, but he's got – that must mean that he knows he's going to gas. Yeah, or he just says, fuck it. But I like the way he fights because he's just like, fuck it. If I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose big. And uh, it was a great fight. They're one and one. I, I want to see the third one, if but it's – uh, probably, I don't know if it's going to happen, but Jimmy, that Jimmy Rivera, I don't think his stock went down on that fight at all. I think, they yeah, I, and again, I thought it was a much closer fight than the scorecards wound up being, but I, I really did. And the way the announcers were like, Munoz has got this. I mean, they were like, they're really up his ass. It was like, come on, guys. Jimmy Rivera's doing a pretty fucking good job there. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, now, Alex Hernandez, 31 against, against Tiago Moises. I don't understand. Like, he, he definitely lost that fight. I mean, it was close. He didn't get, like, fucking shellacked. But he posts on uh, Instagram, if you watch the fight with the announcers off, I won two out of three. I'm like, yeah, if you watch it with, like, the TV totally off, you won all of them. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't see how that <laughs> case. Uh, and I like Alex Hernandez. He's been on the show, and I hope he doesn't get mad at me for saying that. I just – Honestly, if I had to be honest, I don't think he won that fight. Uh, I don't think he did either. And it was weird that he was being so dramatic about it because it didn't feel that close. It no. certainly wasn't a robbery, and it wasn't even a split decision. So, I mean, yeah. it's not like you could – I mean, but he really seemed, you know, immediately was like, I can't – you know, like, what? And it's like, dude, you, you got pretty, be pretty good. Maybe, like, maybe it's one of those things where when the – with the crowd not there – uh, you don't see how the other person is like hitting you. So maybe because like there's nobody there. Like maybe it's the crowd. Well, you can't hear the cheering and letting you maybe, know. Oh, I'm getting. Maybe it's one. Maybe it's one of those cases where that like, you know, he does. He he didn't see that he was getting beat as bad as he did. Uh, Don Fry. Speaking of someone getting beat, your Wi-Fi. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm good, buddy. I'm good. They told how me that um, to call. The number didn't match up, so I figured you didn't want me on here today. Give me a fake right. number. I always want you on the show. I, I would not give you the number if I didn't want you on the show. You exactly. Not, you're one of the best fighters of all time. I am lucky to have you on the show. Uh, not being said, I do wish you would watch the fights because we, talk, <laughs> because we do talk about the fights and you not watching the fights does make it kind of hard to talk to somebody who didn't watch a fight uh, about a fight. Well, were the fights worth watching? Uh, some, some of them, of them. some of them were. I mean, oh, you know, yeah. I'm, 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 not sure. I'm not sure if a good tactic is to not watch it and then assume they weren't worth watching. <laughs> uh, but you know, why do I want to put you know my boots on and sell up my horse right in the town? You know. <laughs> well, I mean, you could just. <laughs> he makes a good five, point. But you could just pay the five dollars a month for the ESPN Plus and just watch it that way, uh, or watch it on your. You know, I can even give you. I'll even give you my my ES, 
ESPN code my, uh, to watch it there, uh, right? The login. So, yeah, the login info. You can, you can watch it that way. Um, well, I'll have to think about that one. I'll have to see if um, I have ESPN on my, on my outfit first because um, I haven't watched anything on ESPN for a couple of years now, you know, since um, – they all said uh, nobody stood for national anthem, or they, they endorsed that. So, yeah, I hear you. Understood. I, but I'm not sure if uh, the UFC takes that. You know, I'm not sure if, if they really. I think they would stand. It seems like Dana speaking at the Trump uh, convention, and uh, there are enough fighters that I think are on the other side of, uh, or on your side of politics, where I wouldn't get mad at. I wouldn't take take it out on the UFC because you don't like ESPN. You know. <laughs> that's true that's true but i hear you uh there's a lot of crackling uh where are you by a fire or something are you roasting marshmallows <laughs> <laughs> no that's my bulldog she's in here eating eating lunch with me you know so she's a little bit on the noisy side uh, it sounds like it sounds like fireworks. So, like, right, Greg? Do you hear that? The cracking? Yeah, yeah. It's just some kind of digital cracking <laughs> cling from, you know, the signal of some kind. You know what? I'll take the crackling over the echoing any day of the week. Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, all right. Got it. I, I feel like we're okay. So, if like an F, we're at like a D now. We haven't got. Right, right. We've upgraded. <laughs> We've upgraded. All right. So uh, Bruce Leroy, I felt bad because I really wanted the other guy to win. Uh, I don't really know Bruce Leroy. The other guy I like, uh, but I feel like he, he kind of got outclassed. Bruce Leroy, it's hard to fight athletic karate guys. It, it's just hard, man. I mean, it's just it's hard to get guys like that in your gym. I think, and Bruce Leroy is so unorthodox, and so is Kevin Crooms. Uh, but it seems like he just had a bad night. Um, I think that, you know. It he also seemed like he seemed like he gassed out pretty early too, though. Like towards that third round, he was really he looked really tired. He Am did. I wrong about that? No, you're right. I mean, Bruce Leroy beats everyone who he should beat. Like he's the guy. Anytime he's a favorite, he wins a fight pretty much. And then when yeah. he steps up, but he's won four in a row. Who knows? Sometimes it takes people longer. He's had like 20 UFC fights. I remember him on The Ultimate Fighter. That's how I remember him back in the day. Um, and just sometimes it takes a long time to kind of find your groove. So and other, other times- well, I think he was one of those guys that had such tremendous like natural athleticism that his discipline in know- knowing all the various aspects wasn't great. He was relying on that athleticism. Yeah. And that eventually ran out and he had to get better. And he is getting better. And I think you see that now. Right, right. Uh, speaking of which, Alexis Davis, Sabina Mazzo, I'm happy because she's come to my show. Uh, yeah. Davis. She's kind of a hottie, like un- like undercover hottie. Like you don't see it, but when you see her in person, you're like, damn. Um, and she's uh, Alexis Davis from Canada. She's like a, a mom. It looked like a mom beat up her stepdaughter. It's, it's, it, it had that, that fight feel or like like the cougar was like not in this fucking house. Um, totally. And she outclassed her all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ronnie Lawrence looked fucking great against Vince Cachero. All right, so let's talk about MMA news because uh, Don could chip in on that one. So on the undercard of Ben Askren versus Jake Paul, <laughs> Frank Mir is fighting That's Antonio right. Tarver. Uh, I don't even know how I feel about this. I, I would say I want Frank Mir to win. I like Frank Mir. I just I – mean, Antonio Tarver was a world champion boxer. I mean, he beat yeah. Roy Jones. I think he beat Roy Jones twice, actually. Um, 
I don't know how this is going to go. They both got popped for steroids back in the day. Um, and Frank Mir has been more active. Uh, but, wow, this one's going to be tough. What do you think, Don Fry? Well, I hope he's getting paid a lot. I hope he's um, got a good mouthpiece, you know, and, and good, um, good ophthalmologist because he may lose a couple teeth and one or two eyeballs. You know, so <laughs> they want to invest in a seeing eye dog. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, fuck, I, I mean, I, I mean, Frank Mir just likes challenging himself, so hats off to him. But I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's ever fought a pro boxer. He should challenge himself to lose in about forty pounds. <laughs> well, I don't think he's ever fought a boxing match before. Like, I literally don't think he's ever had an actual boxing match before. So for him to just then go into fighting a guy who was a world champion is insane. I mean, in boxing, it's not like they're fighting in like bare knuckle boxing where you could at least maybe then go, all right, maybe, you know, or they're boxing. He's boxing a guy, Antonio Tarver. Granted, he outweighs him by probably 40 pounds. But I don't know if that, but I don't know if that helps in this case. Uh, Frank Mir, is there, I mean, a, Don Fry, is it? I think Frank. I think Frank outweighs everybody by forty pounds. <laughs> Don Fry, have you ever trained with Frank Mir? Have I what? Have you ever trained with Frank? No, no. But I like Frank. I think he's a good guy. I'm just still pissed at him for um, having a, riding a motorcycle on on the uh, Vegas Strip when he's world champion and uh, screwed up. You know, screwed up his opportunity to be the best heavyweight UFC ever had, you know. So, yeah. you know, that is extremely wow. stupid. Hey, uh, I didn't even know hey, about this. What are we talking about? Did he get in an accident? Is that yeah, what back in the, Yeah, back in the day, he, he was... Yeah, like 10 years ago, right? Yeah, it was a long yeah. time ago. But he, but he came wow. back. Back when, he, came when back. he was world champion. Back when he's world champion, he buys a motorcycle, goes riding on the strip, and gets hit. And it ruins his shoulder, you know? Yeah. God so, damn. There, there, there went his opportunity to be the best heavyweight UFC ever had. Hey, Don, is there any way we could uh, get you on the podcast without all the crackling? Is there any place in your house you have better service? I have no idea if I do or not. Uh, does, um, I, I, I know Greg. I'm going in my bedroom. I'm going my bedroom here in a minute. I'm, I'm going to get like 100 fucking people hitting me up saying, you got to get Don. For, this is like... It's like you're driving. Yes, but they hit you up with that every single week. I mean, I, I know, boy, I know. But when are you gonna do it? What are you? I mean, what are we gonna do? You have to solve the problem there, Adam. Yeah, I know. So I'm telling him to go in a better room. Do uh, you really think that's it, though? I mean, what do you? I mean, maybe well, maybe it's helping. I don't know. I mean, he's calling him from his well, phone. Maybe right? maybe he has to quit eating um, quit eating the bowl of cracker jacks. You know. So. Uh, now, does your does your girlfriend have a phone? Does your girlfriend have a phone in the house? All right. Fuck. Way to go! Way to send him into the other room. See what you did. This what? is what you get now. This is what I get. Like, I, <laughs> I'm just trying to like. The whole focus of your life should be solving Don Fry's internet problems. The guy is, you know. He's the sizzle on the steak here. We gotta have it. I think that there's like a lot of problems and the internet is just a, like a, an offset of other problems, you know? Yeah. Uh, so you gotta get him a better phone. 
Yeah. You got to send them a better phone preloaded with the right program, you know, with the right apps and, uh, and your password for fucking ESPN plus and just, you know, have it activated the for them. I mean, that one just no send it to them. That's, I mean, I, I literally will just join on my wife's thing, ESPN and give him my, I, I, I even pay $5 a month for his ESPN. There you go. Give a shit about that. It's just the, the phone thing is just like that could, that, that could be expensive. Pay for, pay, some, pay for someone's new Wi-Fi. They have to install it. It's a whole fucking thing. Uh, but I hear you. All right. So uh, <laughs> if anyone listening has, lives in Arizona and has a solution for this, if you happen to work for, I don't know, an internet company provider, you know, maybe Spectrum or uh, ATT Uverse, can hook us up. Please reach out to the podcast. Oh, all right. So also, I don't know if you follow the Chemayev news, right? So yesterday, I guess Chemayev got COVID, like a really bad strain of COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he retired. He said he's retiring. Now, here's a guy that had like, I think he's had three fights so far, but he's looked amazing. I mean, they're total dominator. Him. Yeah, they were calling him, you know, Khabib 2.0. Yeah. Also, because he looks just like him. But I mean, he's been dominating in the same way. This is what he writes. He goes, I want to say thanks to everyone for the support and my path in the sport. I think I'm done. Yes, I know I didn't take the bell, but this is not the most important victory in my life. It may upset you, but my heart and body tell me everything. I want to say thank you to my team, uh, All-Star Sweden, and thank you to the UFC, right? So he writes that, and now outpouring of people. Dana White uh, had a different tune. <laughs> He's like, so Dana says, uh, when he got here, the doctors took care of him. They put him on prednisone which is a nasty fucking steroid i think my dog was on that for real yeah white, yeah uh, white told mma junkie so he's on prednisone he's supposed to be taking uh this thing and chilling right but and letting himself recover he went in and fucking trained today felt like shit got super emotional and posted that you're not supposed to be training but you know the guy's a savage he wants to fight like every fucking weekend now he can't even train he's got emotional and post that but he ain't quitting <laughs> So, <laughs> well, I'm glad he, he posted that because he sees what's really going on. I mean, anybody could see that he's getting, you know what I mean? This thing, what it does to you, what it does to your brain. I mean, there's, it affects everybody. Some people, it really, you know, it, it fucks them up psychologically and emotionally. And I just think that, you know, you, uh, you got to, yeah, I think he saw that. He could see that and knew this was, and he's lucky that Dana White sees that this is an emotional post and that you're going to regret this in like five days. So I'm glad that he acknowledged it the way he did. That's, that's actually, I, I mean, I agree with him. Dana might have the hardest job in the world. I mean, can you imagine like this guy comes, you fly him in and then he quits and then you got to tell everybody he's not quitting. And this guy's a fucking savage, like a, you know, national champion wrestler who grew up a dad. I think I think strip club owner manager is probably still harder. <laughs> no man, dude. If you, if you got, I mean, you got to imagine the only thing worse than trying to herd fucking fighters has got to be herding strippers all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, right. Well, guess who's back? He's back. Hello. Yes. What's up, guys? I got some good news. Three title fights are taking place this weekend during UFC. 259 in Las Vegas. This is a can't-miss event. And DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all players a shot at millions of dollars total prizes. Yes, millions of dollars in total prizes. 
If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay underneath the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There is no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Plus, don't forget about basketball and hockey, where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs throughout the week. DraftKings is safe, it's secure, and reliable. Okay, you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Here's the call to action. Download the DraftKings app now. Use promo code ROASTED to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code ROASTED to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. What's up, people? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Look, football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. How cool is that? They got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. That's right. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. Okay? BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sports book experts. Check them out. Done. Yes. Perfect. There he is. This is yes. perfect. This is perfect. Now I'm back. That, yeah, this, this, is, this is great. Are you on the roof? <laughs> are you holding are you holding a, a, a wire hanger as an antenna uh greg fry where are you right now greg fry you're getting great service where are you i'm on top of an oil derrick in the middle of west texas wow well it's working it's working great job i just came up here i thought it was a, a bathroom i had to take a dump and, and then i just kept climbing i didn't know where the fuck i was well, you, you did great. So, 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 Don, have you heard of this guy, Chimaev? Yeah. What? Have you heard of this guy named uh, Kazmat Chimaev? No. No. Right. So he's a guy, he's from Dagestan, and they're, they're calling him Khabib 2.0. He grew up in Sweden, uh, but he's got, like, amazing wrestling. He's, so far, he's murdered everybody. He's, I mean, he, his last, he knocked out the last guy, uh, uh, Gerald Mearshart, in, like, in, like, 18 seconds. He just looks like he's, he, he hasn't lost 10 seconds of any fight so far. Well, wow. he got COVID and he retired. Uh, so, what, so, what he, so what he posted was that something wrong with his lungs. He said, I want to say thanks to everyone in the sport and my path. I think I'm done. Yes, I know I didn't take the belt, but this is the most, not the most important victory in my life. It may upset you, but my heart and body tell me everything. I want to say a huge thank you to my team, right? I want to say thank you, UFC. So then Dana White says, not so fast. He goes, look, when he got here, the, doc the doctors took care of him. They put him on prednisone, which is a nasty fucking steroid. So he's on prednisone. He's supposed to be taking this thing and chilling and relaxing and letting himself recover. He went in and fucking trained today, felt like shit, got super emotional and posted that. 
He's not supposed to be training, but you know, this guy's a fucking savage. He wants to fight like every fucking then, and now he can't even train. He got emotional and post that, but he ain't quitting. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on this, Don? Uh, over emotional is the term. Jeez Louise. I mean, uh, <laughs> would he be able to pass a uh, steroid test with that, that being that emotional? You know? <laughs> it's actually a good point that they put him on the steroid. He might not fucking pass the test now, right? I mean, they might say he's got prednisone in his body, right? I mean, well, that is, I mean, that's the one treatment they really use is steroids, you know, to kind of just yeah. boost your system. But, yeah, but that's my anabolic steroid, though. I love that prednisone. That's, that's the only thing that got, allowed me to walk a couple of years back. Man, I was, I was toast. And, I, and man, they gave me some of that, and I could walk. I loved it. But, I literally, you know, I literally have that, that in my kitchen. My, my fucking dog was on that. I have like a whole jar of it in my kitchen. Yeah, you uh, can only stay on that for about a week, you know, and then it starts having really serious effects. What were some of the side effects? Like, oh, he... Oh, he was doing so good. So Don just bailed out. Uh, I, I guess the prednisone wore off. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, well, you know, listen, you can get a nice clear connection, but you can't have it for very long. That was an amazing connection. That was we finally really did. No echo, no crackle. I mean, that was I don't know where he, where he went, but it was working. But obviously, you don't get to... <laughs> that was the best last. one we had so far. That was the best one we had so far. All right. So, uh, so Costa and Izzy, right? So... Yeah. Uh, so, well, you know, Israel is fighting this weekend against Jan Blachowicz or Black. Blachowicz, yeah. Um, so Costa, uh, Paula Costa, who lost to Izzy, he said that the reason he lost, okay, actually, I, I, I want to tell Don about this. Uh, Don. Okay. Hello, Don. Yeah, I don't know what All right. Hey, well, hey what, was, what were some of the side effects of that steroid? I didn't have any side effects, and they say it's pretty nasty, you know. So, I mean, I didn't care what they were because I it allowed me to walk, you know. So, yeah. and, I, and so I didn't care. Shit. Yeah, I guess it's pretty nasty, dude. I heard that. I remember. When I was, you're a fry, when you're a fry, you don't get side effects. You give them. Prednisone, <laughs> baby. Prednisone hasn't I, been I the same to, since I was taking it. Don, I remember going to Justin Fortune's gym in LA and you were training there and there was a guy you were training with. I think the guy was from like Sweden or Finland. He trained with back at the Gracie's back in the day. And he told me that you were training there with like, like a broken back. Basically your back was completely fucked up and you were still training every day. Is this true? Don? Hello? Again, good right. connection. Doesn't last long. Very good. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we'll uh, Don's, Don left. All right. So Costa said that he drank, a, <laughs> he, he drank a bottle of wine before the fight to help him sleep. And he was hungover. And that's why he, he, he uh, performed so bad. Um, look, it's five Nobody months. Nobody cares. I mean, it's five months later. Uh, also, why are you drinking a bottle of wine to help you sleep? I mean, how much wine, a bottle to sleep? That's a lot of wine. Uh, you know you're fighting the next day. Like, maybe- Exactly, even- like these are all your choices. Nobody prescribed you a Merlot. 
You know, nobody said, nobody wrote, here you go, welcome to Vegas. I'm going to prescribe one box bottle, one box of, of red wine, and then you'll be able to sleep. He did it to himself. And either way, you get up, you rehydrate. I mean, these guys rehydrate all the time. So I don't understand what the. So uh, Brendan Schwab sucks is here. Uh, that's <laughs> There he is. Big guy, puppy mill. He's only 31 minutes late. Uh, I do have a good excuse, though. What's that? It's actually almost a dog ate my homework excuse, but it's actually a good one. Um, I was out there on my tractor because apparently I'm a farmer now, uh, and I tipped that, number one, uh, to start. I tipped it and fell off, um, which isn't a good idea, but I was safe, thank God. As I was laying there, I see the neighbor's dog running. He's gotten out of their yard. I go to try to catch it because the lady's like 100 years old asking if I can help her catch her dog and bring it back. The dog picks up my phone, which has gotten out of my pocket when I fell and takes off with it. So, it's like a really terrible Disney movie without all the support for the homosexual lifestyle. But, um, I don't know, Disney's <laughs> oh famous for that. So, um, did, you, I, uh, did you catch the dog? Yeah, I eventually got it. The lady was like, I'm sorry, I can't catch him. He's too old. I chased that dog for probably 20 minutes, and I'm not exactly fleet of foot nowadays, as it turns out, Adam, nor do I have good cardio. So, uh, yeah, it took me 25 minutes to catch her dog four or five and brought it back to her. And then I threatened her and told her I have two pit bulls and they'll murder her dog if they come back over. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I said it in a nice way. But I was like, yeah, you might want to keep your dog in there. You know, my, my pit bulls are really vicious. So, oh, and, uh, oh. yeah, I also told her that my dog might impregnate her dog and she doesn't want to have pit bull puppies. She thought that was odd. But. <laughs> you told this old lady this after what you could yeah. rescue the dog and give it back and be like thank you or well I had, I had to give her some anxiety so uh yeah i told her uh yeah the only thing i'm worried about is uh is her getting pregnant i said my dog gets other dogs pregnant all the time you know it's crazy it's probably like how uh don fry's parents were when they were talking about him as a teenager like keep him away from my son you'll get pregnant but <laughs> you well, know they say all have your eyes though ironically the dog only had one eye and uh she was calling it uh bisping i couldn't figure that out wow <laughs> you know they say they say no good deed goes unpunished but i don't think they mean you're supposed to inflict the punishment <laughs> you're just supposed to do the good deed and then right. you know, uh, and <laughs> the file bender who jerked it off it was the whole it, the whole thing came full circle uh, right. Now, so, all right, so, all right, where were we? All right, we're talking about Costa and Izzy. So, Costa, Paul Costa said he lost to Izzy a couple months ago because he couldn't sleep the night before. He drank a bottle of wine to help him sleep. Uh, Izzy then said, uh, listen, just swallow your ego. You got your ass whooped. Get back to the drawing board and reassess your whole game. You can't rest on that because uh, you'll never get far in life in this game uh, or in this game. I think Izzy's got a point, actually. Um, I'm not really sure what – I mean, you think he's telling himself that's why he lost? Or do you think he really thinks people are going to believe, oh, he drank a bottle of wine, that's why he got beat? I mean, because no one's, no one's going to believe that or care uh, based on the performance. Sean? I, uh, I'll tell you what, man. I, I don't doubt he had trouble sleeping. When I fought Struve, I was under so much pressure uh, being the co-main event that week that I didn't sleep probably five hours total. But I did find out that drinking wine or not sleeping does not inhibit your ability to throw a punch. So what that has to do isn't like he gassed out in the fifth or anything like that. Like he didn't, he did not engage. He did, he wasn't there to fight. So unless alcohol causes him to be not violent, 
Uh, I don't know what to tell him. <laughs> no, he, he, he was not there to fight. I don't care how tired he was. He, he didn't even try. So, uh, Don, did you ever have trouble sleeping before your fights? Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, shit. One time I had a fight over there in Japan, and my lovely ex-wife, who was my wife at the time, her and my trainer took my bottle of uh, Vicodin and my bottle of tequila away from me. And so I started going through withdrawals. Oh. Withdrawals, and then believe it or not i've actually fought like that too it sucks i uh when my doctor put me on when my doctor put my doctor put me on pain medicine uh i had been on it for like three months and i didn't know i didn't know about withdrawals that's how naive i was so before my last fight uh i start i stopped taking everything so i didn't want to test positive on a test two days out and uh i thought man this is the sickest i've ever been in my life man like, I would figure before a fight, I would be this sick, like throwing up diarrhea, everything. And then I uh, come to find out it was uh, withdrawals. And my quarterman told me afterward, hey, man, I meant to ask you if you thought maybe it was withdrawals, because if you quit taking those, you'll get really sick. And I was like, I didn't know. I'd never taken pain pills in my life before. I was like, oh, that's, that's probably what it was then. So, uh, yeah, that sucked. So, uh, also, another, uh, another um, thing going on. Oh, by the way, so we've talked about before that. So, this video is now of Israel Adesanya chewing his food and spitting it into his dog's mouth. And also, yeah. he also gets a new dog, and he's like, oh, this is my new dog. He has a video, and he grabs the dog's penis. But just, like, grabbed it, like, one little stroke. That was, it wasn't, like, jerk it off. <laughs> patient, but, like, that's, that's not normal, right? I mean, I don't know anybody that grabs did you show him? Did you show him how to do it correctly? <laughs> I, I did not show him how to do it correctly. <laughs> but I, I'm not sure what. He but, did act it out for us a few times, so I wish you could see this, Don. It was really special. I don't know why, what he's thinking. Like, what, what is he thinking with this? Like, what, why? I'm wondering who he's breastfeeding that caused his chest to be like that because uh, I know for sure that's not from steroids. <laughs> All right. Another, uh, another thing going on this week. So, uh, so Daniel Cormier said that John Jones' power wouldn't translate to heavyweight. He goes, he didn't knock anyone out at light heavyweight. He's not knocking anyone out at heavyweight. John Jones, Jones then posted the video of DC crying after Jones knocked him out, which he did with a head <laughs> kick. Uh, and then, um, and then uh, DC responded going, there's a difference between a punch and a, versus a kick. You're still as dumb as you, you've always been. You'll never surprise me. Dance for me. I can always make you move. And lastly, this fight didn't count. If you forgot, there was an issue, dot, dot, dot. Remember, because he tested positive steroids afterwards, so they actually took that fight off the – doesn't count for his record. Um, oh, wow, yeah. I mean, what do you guys think of the feud, number one? And number two, do you think his power will translate to heavyweight? I'll tell you, there's videos of John Jones. He's looking, like, huge. He's looking yeah. very strong. He's not looking like he's fat. He's looking like he's going to be all muscle. But he, did, but he has not been knocking people out at light heavyweight. But that's not the way he kind of fights. And that, you know, knocking them out with a kick isn't what they were talking about. Uh, McCorkle, what are your thoughts on this? I don't think it matters uh, heavyweight to light heavyweight much anyway because most of those guys are cutting 20 or 30 pounds, so they're mostly steep size size you know, anyway. Um, so that's not um, that much. I do think it's ironic or amazing that John Jones is able to put on muscle mass so fast. It's almost like he's found a way to beat steroid testing. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, it almost seems like 
somehow a guy that could gain 40 pounds of muscle in three weeks, like it's almost like he's beat the system. And, and if he had, it seems like there'd be traces in his system, but I've never, never heard of that happening um, at all. So um, yeah, it's uh, I heard a guy tell me one time for every test they've got for steroids, they've got a chemist who can come up with a way to beat it. So if you've got enough money, you can do whatever you want. So Fry, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, you know, uh, a knockout's a knockout. I don't care if it's a hit kick or it's the fart. You know, you, you knock somebody out, they're, they're done. And uh, John Jones, the reason he didn't knock anybody out is because nobody's been a threat to him. He goes in there and plays, you know. I, I mean, he just makes shit up while he's in there. That, that's how unimpressed his opponents have been against him. And he hasn't been worried. So... You know, once once he gets hit by a heavyweight, it's a whole different strategy uh, fighting a heavyweight anyways. Because you, you're, you're sit down on your punches more so, and it's a slower-moving fight, and it's all power. Whereas um, in the light heavyweight and below, you know, it, it's movement and, and speed and all that good shit. So it's, it's a whole different strategy. And, you, you know... Uh, I think Jones will have it. I think um, DC, he has the opportunity to uh, go in there and prove he's either right or wrong. You know, I mean, Crimey, if he wants to, if he wants to fucking fight Jones again, he doesn't have to talk shit and and get slapped, you know, on the internet. Um, hell, he he just called Dana White and told him book the fight. It's a good point. It's a good, I, I mean, I, unfortunately, I don't think DC wins that fight again. I think Jones might have his number. Uh, well, but DC would be able to go up to heavyweight. In other words, he wouldn't have to cut weight, which always seems like he's one of those guys like Gastelum that it's better when they don't cut weight. Like, yeah. cutting weight seems to affect guys a lot more, than some guys more than others, and those are two dudes that seem to fight better when they're heavier. And I'll tell you this. The only reason John Jones never knocked anybody out of his hands is because he didn't want to. He was enjoying punching them. He was enjoying that's elbowing them in the face. Damn it. That's, that's <laughs> what I said. I don't know. Those, those last couple fights were very close. The Dominic Reyes fight, I thought he lost. Uh, the other one, um, the, the, the <laughs> guy with the fucking thing on his chest, the guy with the the Thor hammer on his chest. I thought it was, that was a very, very close fight too. Uh, Santos. I mean, the last couple fights have been pretty damn close. You can't say, you know, what's, I was going to say, you know, what's amazing about John Jones. There's some guys that you can tell they were just meant to do like one thing, you know, in life, like, like John Jones could probably not train and still beat up 99% of the guys. Like Don Fry could grow a mustache better than any of us, even if he shaved every day. And, uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, I, do. I, I mean, I do. <laughs> Exactly. But then, I mean, you got, I mean, guys, certain people are just meant to do one thing. It's kind of like Brendan Schaub and doing anything but comedy. He was meant I, to not do one I thing. I can tell, right. I can tell when Sean gets in that zone. I just know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he, he's loading it up. Oh, that was coming. Time, you know? I said that yeah. was coming. I said that, of course. All right. So this week, uh, Israel Adesanya is taking on Jan Blakovich. Um, Going to be a good fight. I mean, look, I obviously I think Izzy's gonna win, but Jan I didn't think he was gonna beat Jacare Reyes Rockhold Corey Anderson. I mean he's beaten a lot of really good guys. It's not like Izzy. Uh, I mean he's beaten a lot of really good guys actually. This could be 
I don't know, man. He could be one of those dudes just when, it's, when, the, when the lights shine on him is when he really performs. But I just think Izzy's on a different level. Uh, yeah. Greg? Exact same thing. He's just on a different level. It's just one of those things when he gets in there, he finds a way to win. He's like a Patrick Mahomes type. He's going to find a way to win. And, uh, and, that, and Jan Blachowicz is no Tom Brady. Yeah, but, uh, okay, there we go. Uh, McCorkle? Yeah, man, I, uh, I'll tell you what, I don't like Adesanya. Uh, I don't like anything about him. But uh, when he beat Robert, Robert Whitaker, even though I think Whitaker could have taken him down and beat him, but he wanted to strike with him. I believe Robert Whitaker is an amazing fighter and probably, if not the best at 185, one of the, you know, him or Izzy. Um, the way he beat him and the way that he beat Costa, man, like it, uh, you got to give the guys props. I don't know if it, I would like to see him fight a really, really good wrestler and see if they can take him down. I just have a hard time believing his striking so amazing they can't take him down. Like, I just, I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I've never understood these guys that aren't strikers that get in a striking battle with guys. I don't get it, you know? So. Don? I agree 100 percent with what uh, McCorkle said. It isn't afraid me. Yeah. Uh, also, Megan Anderson, <laughs> who was like a, I think a, a, a minus uh, or a plus 750 underdog is plus, right? A plus yep. 750 underdog against Amanda Nunez. Man, I mean, this is one of those fights where, I, you know, Nunez has beaten everybody and 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 beaten. I mean, knocked out Cyborg and just been looking like an absolute killer. And it seems like every time Megan steps up, whether it be Kat Zingano, Felicia Spencer, Holly Holm, she loses, right? But she does have power. She does have belief. And she's got a great coach in James Krause. Can she pull it off? I don't think she will. But stranger things have happened. Uh, Sean, what happens in this fight? Man, I've learned, because I bet a lot on a UFC, and I almost always come out ahead in the end anyway, but I've learned anytime the, the odds start getting five, six, seven, eight to one to go ahead and throw 100 bucks on that fighter. Hell because yeah. Because if, if it's seven, seven fights like that, one of them's going to be an upset. You know, like it, you'll get your money back. So it's, uh, I'm going to put 100 bucks on it and see what happens. I, I'm interested to see how being a new dad is going to affect uh, Amanda Nunes. Uh, with having a daughter now or whatever. Oh, and to see. <laughs> well, she said she said it. She got her wife, so I just what a dick. whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I'm interested if that changes. Or sometimes when you have kids, uh, your heart softens, man, and uh, you start. Uh, I don't know. You lose that. Lose that edge. Uh, Don. Yeah, I tell you, man. <laughs> I, I'm going 100 percent with that with that whole theory again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dollar to Dollar's joke. <laughs> uh, all right, now there's the three title fights in this card. Uh, Aljamain Sterling versus I don't understand Peter Yan. This is the name P T R. Why would you just go Peter? Like, uh, by the way, well, isn't that like some Russian shit or something? Is it? I think he's. <laughs> Maybe is that what it is? I I don't or get Eastern it. or Eastern European like uh, spelling of it. I th I believe that that might be the case. Yeah 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 yeah. I mean I guess I mean I mean he's it, from Russia, so yeah, yes, it's, it's a Russian that, thing. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, look, this guy's only lost one fight, which was 2016 to Magomed Magomedov. Uh, Wait, can I just say that is like the most American tourist thing you've ever seen? Like, why can't they just spell it the normal way? Like, Peter. <laughs> they go to Russia, they got a different word for everything. 
everything. Well, losing. also, <laughs> I, I mean, the fact he loses to a guy named Magomed Magomedov, like, like <laughs> I didn't you, say they were creative. You no, know, you just take the last name and just take off the last two letters, and that's your first name. That's that's crazy. Clearly, they're efficient people. They 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 use the same name twice for that guy. They took the E out of Peter. These people are in a hurry. They just don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. All oh, good point. Uh, but he hasn't lost in six years. But I, I got, I got my guy Aljamain. I, I do. I think he's in his own. I think he moved to Vegas. He, I think he proposed to his girl. It, I think that change of scenery from Long Island was really good for him. I know he wrestled Roman Bravo Young, which I set up um, because I told him to troll on in, on Twitter, and he did. And this guy took the bait, and everyone was like, "Roman Bravo Young's gonna kill him. He's gonna be teched in the first round. This guy's like ranked third in the country." And it was like seven to six or something. It was a crazy close match. I think Aljamain is right now, he found his groove. And I think he's going to win this fight. That being said, it's hard to bet against a guy who's lost one fight and he avenged it a year later. Uh, but I still think Aljamain's got this. Um, you, Greg. Listen, if, if Aljamain ever has it, this is it. I think he's on, like you said, he's on a roll. He's confident. And really, I mean, we remember interviewing him after like his first win in the UFC and like him physically now versus him physically then is like seeing a picture of a kid when he's in high school versus when he's graduated college. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, Fox, that's the same guy. Fuck, you know, and that's Aljamain now. Aljamain is, I think, a fully realized fighting machine. This is best version. And this is the guy that wins or, or not. I, I think this is his best shot. Sean, how tall were you in high school? Uh, I mean, depends on what year. I was probably freshman year, probably six foot tall, and by the end of it, six six or so. So wow. it only took me seven years though, to get through school. So um, that would be better. But <laughs> I think uh, you had the same. Now you had the same girlfriend all through high school. Uh, that was my yeah my well I mean off and on that was my ex wife. Turns out that was a great decision. But uh, yeah, we know we were off and on since fifth grade. So. Uh, now we're off again. Apparently. Wait a minute. How much of, how, in the fifth grade? How much of that was her choice? I'm just. Uh, <laughs> well, I was the coolest kid in school, so like it was pretty hard to pass up. But then again, my oh, school had okay. like 14 hey. people in it, so uh, it wasn't much. But uh, I think, man, in this fight, I think uh, Pater's going to win. Um, I've learned, uh, you know, I Pater. usually almost always. I for a while I didn't bet on Russians anymore after Rocky Four because I lost a ton of money on that. Um, <laughs> but I. Uh, yeah, no, I, I never bet against a Russian man. Them dudes, uh, them dudes are are different. I the only I gotta, real man I agree with Don Fry. I remember I was teaching Don. I was teaching Dolph Lundgren his lines for the MMA awards, and I'm like, I did the joke, I must break you, and he got it wrong. He's like, I must beat you. I'm like, no, it's I must break you. He's like, oh yeah, like, yeah, I'm like that's your line. It's the most, like, it's like the most famous thing you've ever said. <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, He's now, like, if he lives, he dies. Oh. Uh, uh, Don, how old were you when you lost your virginity? Uh, I'm still hanging on to it, you know. Um, <laughs> it's something that's very important to me, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm like, I think I'm gonna keep it forever. Don, I don't think he was talking about your anal virginity. He meant with a woman. Yeah, with a woman. Don, Don <laughs> let me guess, Don. It must have been uh, junior year of high school. Mm, shit. You know, partner, I don't even remember. Crying money. Uh, where, now, where were you? In a pickup truck. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you were in a pickup truck. 
You were I think that that answer could apply to a lot of questions about Don's life. <laughs> now, now was it? Now were you in the? Now was it you in the back of the pickup truck or were you in the like the front seat? Shit, I was in the front seat. Okay, so it was like you was in the back. It was Come weird. On. I'm I'm not on culture here now. Come on. <laughs> of course. Uh, exactly. And they like, were, hey, listen, they weren't in some field. They were in the parking yeah. lot of a Walmart because he's a fucking gentleman. <laughs> and, and now, Don, this was your girlfriend or just a random girl or what? It's your mama. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. I was just not when. All right. So it was a high school sweetheart. You had just won a wrestling match or something, right? And you were celebrating. <laughs> it was a wrestling match. What are you talking about, man? I'm <laughs> easy. <laughs> now, did now did you did you last long or was it was it was it you know? Uh, you know, I mean, uh, a microsecond's a lot lifetime. You know, in in a, in a fly's life, right? <laughs> what what do you say? What? I didn't catch it. I, I think he, he I believe he said he's got a rise one to prize one, right? And that's that's what I heard. Uh, Greg, how old were you when you left? I think uh, I was seventeen. And it was the it was the first weekend of college. Wow! And I thought just, he was asking Greg Fry. And it was just a no. No, actually, I was asking Greg. Greg. And then it was a it was a random girl or girlfriend. No, or? no, it was a girl that I we'd had like a long distance relationship going, like my a bit of my senior year, and uh, and then uh, you know first year, weekend of college. When, what's that? It was phone sex for a while. <laughs> phone sex. <laughs> I lost the phone sex. <laughs> no, no, that weekend we made contact. It got, he got interrupted with Paul waiting. Dude, dude mine was like... Dude, mine was Greg's like, this is a threesome. I got somebody clicking in. <laughs> dude, mine was... I was like, no, Mom, I'm on the phone. Hang it up. Hold on. I was a junior in high school. It was a girl I worked with at Kenny Rogers Chicken. I was... A, I was <laughs> that sounds chicken, right. I was a chicken cutter. And uh, I think she was like a... She, she worked the sides, like the side dishes. And then... Uh, I took her home. She was like this Mexican girl, a Puerto Rican. I didn't know what. I was just so sick of being made fun of for being a virgin because all the kids called me like captain of the V team, like the V club at my boarding school. Nice. So I didn't know. I took her home. I put her legs over my head because I just watched over her head. I just watched a lot of porn. And then, I, and then she queefed. But I never heard a queef before. And I was like, was that you or me? Uh, and then <laughs> she said it was her. And then I just like put it in and just, I didn't last very long. It, it wasn't that memorable, to be honest. Uh, except for the fact that I got it done. Yeah. All right. And Drew to this day, Adam still has no contact with his son. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Drew Dober versus Islam Makayev. Islam hasn't lost in six years. Drew, uh, he's like, he's uh, Khabib's friend. Uh, I, I like Drew Dober a lot. He's from, I think he's from Nebraska. He's a good fighter, but I don't see him beating this dude. This dude's a fucking killer. Um, I feel like Khabib's whole crew is a bunch of killers. Like that whole, that him and his friend. And then uh, Santos, the guy who just is coming off a loss to uh, Glover. He, I think he just got tired in that fight. He, he lost to John Jones. But before that, he beat Jimmy Manoa, Eric Anders. He beat Jan Blakovich. Uh, he beat Kevin Holland. He's the guy with the thing on his chest. He's fighting this guy, Ratchik, who just beat Anthony Smith. Uh, this should be a good fight. 
this should be a really good fight. Um, and then Dominic Cruz is on the card. Cruz says he doesn't care. He's fighting on the undercard because he says more people watch that anyway, and he's getting paid the same. Now, Dominic, I love Dominic Cruz. I went down to San Diego to direct him in this, that, that video, the BTS, where he was the K-pop band. And he says to me, Adam, I don't find this funny. I don't want to be here, but I told you I would do it. Just direct me. Let's get this over with. I'm like, I'm <laughs> now like, that was what it sounded like when I lost my virginity. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Dom, we're, I think we're, this is off to, we're off to a great start. He complained the entire time, and I loved him for it. Dominic Cruz is like, he was born like a 90-year-old, like, curmudgeon. Like, he's like, just, he's, he's great. He, he tells you exactly what's on his mind. He doesn't give a fuck. He's fighting a kid, Casey Kenny from uh, Arizona, who only has, I think, two or three losses. Um, lost to Marab, who's really good. Um, he, he beat Ray Borg, Brendan Royval, beat Louis Smoka and Nathaniel Wood. I don't know. Um, he got in trouble because he said something about, uh, about what's her name, Megan Anderson. He said, I wouldn't kick her out of bed at 3 in the morning or something, and she got pissed at him for saying that because uh, they asked him on a podcast if, if he would bang her or something. Um, but who do, who do we like in this fight, Dominic Cruz or Casey Kenny? It's a case of, like, Dominic Cruz is a veteran. He's still hungry. You know, he's kind of has a chip on his shoulder. Casey Kenny has, like, no mileage. But Dominic Cruz has fought a lot better guys. I mean, a lot better guys. Yeah. And he's been here before. Uh, McCorkle, who wins this fight? Man, I don't know. I think uh, he looked pretty much done in his last fight. I'm wondering, I don't know if you guys have heard, there's a rumor going around about Dominic Cruz. Like, I don't know if you guys have heard it. I wonder if it's going to be a distraction this week. Uh, rumor has it, uh, the week, a week or so ago, someone spotted him coming out of the straight bar. And he was like, there's no way in hell he goes in straight <laughs> bars. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't think, uh, I don't think no, but I, I think Cruz loses this one. Uh, I don't know. I just think it, sometimes uh, that age is a bitch, man. Sometimes guys age overnight. Um, Dude, he, he's banging some of the hottest one I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Allegedly. No, I think I'm, <laughs> Allegedly. All right, uh, uh, Don did Fry. You lose, did you lose a girl to him or something? <laughs> no, I – I, I guess, feel like you, you know, had your eye on a girl. Dominic left with her, and now that guy, you, that's it. There's a, I don't know, man. There's kind of like an old rule uh, amongst me and my friends is when a guy talks too much about women, like uh, there was a certain UFC announcer. I don't want to name any names, but every time I see him, every, every time I see him, he's like, oh, I'd love to stay and talk, but I've got like six bitches waiting in my room, so I got to go. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we've all been there. Like, listen, I'll tell you what. I, I love titties. That's what I love, right, guys? That's what, that's what those guys like. We like titties and pussy, right, guys? Like, when anybody starts doing that, I always start to wonder. Plus, I think everybody's gay all the time except Don Fry. Uh, Don, who do we like in this fight, Casey Kenny or Dominic Cruz? Oh, hell. I, I go with the young kid. You know, let's, let's see what he's got. Um, you know, Cruz. Hasn't been uh, looking very good in the last decade, so uh, <laughs> you know, um, I think I think father time is past. Now there's a rumor that you were sparring with Dominic Cruz, and they said, "All right, just hands only, light sparring," and then you kicked him in the head, and then said, "Always be ready." Is that <laughs> is, is that true? Please let it be true. If I can kick you in the head, then. Uh, your time is up, you know. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, the kick was still below your waist, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, Don, 
I got to ask before you got cut off for the eighth time this podcast. Um, there, I used to train over at a gym in Hollywood called Fortune's Gym. And they said you would go there a couple days a week and roll with like a broken back. Your back was completely broken and you were still training. Is that true? Yeah, because that's how dumb I am. I, I said broken rods. The rods are broken. My back was broke. And um, so I just, I, mean, I didn't know it. That's how dumb I was. I finally got to see uh, the doctor like about a year later. And, you know, he took x-rays and he said, well, there's the problem there, dumbass. You broke the rods. You know? <laughs> wow. I mean, now you're training with a broken back. Does it just kill or you just ignore the pain? How do you deal with that kind of pain? I just got used to it, you know? I mean, like I said, I didn't know. I couldn't figure out what the problem was because I had the surgery. You know, I'd already had, shit, I think seven surgeries at that point, you know? And there was no reason for it to be hurting. So, yeah, I I didn't want to bitch about it. (laughs) Wow. Uh, McCorkle, did you have that problem too or no? Yeah, I mean, when your back hurts, probably as bad as Don did or mine did. After a while, you just you adjust. You really do. You just live with it. It's just a constant, like a constant pain, you know, in, in your back. Yeah. I did see, I saw a video where Don was talking about that the other day. As God is my witness, they asked him about Mark Kerr, and he said, "Yeah, he's a dick. I don't like him." Then Don drank from a horse trough and spit it out and continued telling the story, <laughs> and it blew my mind. That was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Now, Don. I uh, went to Tom Galicchio's wedding, and Dan Henderson was there. Me and Henderson hung out. Uh, we had a great time. And I said, oh, I got a new podcast. I do a podcast with Don Fry. And he goes, I love Don Fry. We went on this military tour. We had a great time. And then he said he didn't like me. He said I was, he said I was an asshole. Why don't you like Hendo? I do like Hendo, but shit, everybody else is in line kissing his ass. So somebody's got to give the guy shit. Or else, you know, <laughs> you know, or else he won't he won't know he won't remember his human. I there like you him. Go. I think he's a good guy. But he, but he thinks you don't like him. He didn't know that you only did that because everyone was kissing his ass. He literally was like, I don't know why they, we had a great time together, and he didn't all of a sudden said I was a piece of shit. Uh, you just you said you said that just because everyone's being nice to him. I didn't say he's a piece of shit. I said he's an asshole. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 All right. So, uh, Kyle, I wouldn't give I wouldn't give fucking two pennies for a fighter who was not an asshole. I mean, you don't have to take it to the extreme like Brock Lesnar, you know, and do it to everybody outside the ring. But God dang, you you've got to be an asshole inside the ring, or else you, you know you're just gonna rack up the losses. Right. And that's true. That's good point. Um, so also on this card, Kyler Phillips, we had him on the podcast. Nice guy, young, hungry guy. He's playing, he's fighting Yadong Song, uh, who his nickname is, his nickname Song is, Yadong. Song Yadong. Dong Song? Yeah, he, he's, uh, Song Yadong. His nickname is Kung Fu Monkey. Uh, he beat. I got a song, I got a song about my dong too. <laughs> what's it, what's it called? Never been used? <laughs> it's called so a pickup did, truck hey, in a parking your lot. Your mom never me cries herself to sleep every night. Of course, of course she does that. She does, of course she does. <laughs> this, we, we, we're, we're now doing your mama jokes. All right, so uh, 
Well, one of us is. Uh, that's, a, that's a good point. <laughs> also, Benavidez is fighting uh, Askei Ascara. This guy, Askei, is undefeated. I think he has one draw. They're just not giving Benavidez the easy fight. I mean, they're just like, fuck. Like, just give the guy. And he, he's on his way out. I like Benavidez, but come on. Give the guy one easy fight. Uh, also on the card, um, Sean Brady, who's 13-0, and 0, is fighting Jake Matthews, Celtic kid. It should be a good fight. Uh, both those guys are, are uh, really good. Um, that's gonna, and then Tim Elliott's fighting on this card, as well as uh, Levano Souza, who's 14-2, and two, taking on Amanda Lemos. The whole card is really good. It's actually a really, really good card. Uh, yeah, even these, uh, these early prelims are pretty damn good. Yeah, 1,000%. <coughs> so, um, all right. Uh, so what Steph. do we got coming up? I think I'm going with you uh, to do some gig this evening, right? We're doing yes. something. Yes, we're doing a gig. So, uh, so we're doing a gig tonight uh, in Santa Ana. <coughs> uh, and then uh, what else? And then where can people see your show? Oh, uh, the neighborhood on CBS. Uh, I think it's on Tuesdays, maybe Thursdays. I don't really, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> All right, and then Don. What are you, you Bellator? <laughs> <laughs> we move around the schedule. All I know is it's on a lot. Okay, and then what do you got coming up? Oh, by uh, the way, I did I, – actually, I did recently book uh, my first return to stand-up dates in April. April, uh, I think it's like two and three. I'm going to be in Phoenix at uh, the Stir Crazy. And then uh, the next week, the 5th through the 11th, I will be at the L.A. Comedy Club in Vegas. Love it, love it, love it. And then you, Sean? Um, nothing. Again, <laughs> I've got nothing going on. So. Uh, and then Don, what do you got coming up? I'm gonna watch John go breed his uh, pit bulls in the barn. You know, um, it's it's <laughs> it's a good entertaining evening, and uh, <laughs> it's always good. It brings me back to when I lost my virginity <laughs> to a dog in a barn. Yeah. All right, thank you. Uh, and then it's not- well, we got we got we got three shows. We got three shows in the can already, and we're just getting them cleaned up so that we can start putting them out. Um, oh, your new podcast. On, on, yes, my podcast. Nice, nice, nice. And then you can watch my special, Throwing Punches, on UFC Fight Pass. I'm also going to be in uh, Las Vegas. Where I'm going to be. I'm going to be in Arizona on the 13th. I have a show in Gilbert, Arizona, March 13th, as well as the House of Phoenix Comedy in Phoenix, March 25th to the 28th, and April 2nd and 3rd, I'm at the Comedy Catch in Chattanooga. Uh, so thank you guys so much. You guys rule. Have a great week, guys. Thanks, man. See you guys. Take care, buddy. Good stuff.